one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really really want it all to work out while you're away. monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, my friends, and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast of the week with me, your host, of course, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with the fallout from Antonio Conte's Tottenham Hotspurs drawing 2-2 with Jurgen Klibbity Klopp's Liverpool in the Premier League and a thriller. It was, of course, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I'll just call it White Lane. This was how they reacted on Darren Ben's boot room, don't you know? The referee hasn't had his finest hour and a half here. The two teams most certainly did. Wonderful game of football. Enough controversy to rewrite war and peace. It finished Spurs 2, Liverpool 2. Two goals each is fine, but of course we should have got a penalty. Tottenham should have had a red card. Our red card is OK. That's, um, you can give that. But um, the red card for Harry Kane is no doubt about. Everybody tells me now, but we pro- and it's a red card without me telling. I think Harry Kane was arguably worse. I think more dangerous. Um, I think he, he was helped out a little bit by Robertson, by the way, who kind of jumped soon as he, just as he was about to make contact. Because I think that could have been an ankle breaker, um, which would have been devastating for, for Robertson. But he managed to get away with that one. There'll be a lot of controversy coming out of this game in terms of decisions and VAR. Harry Kane hasn't been sent off because he's England captain. Paul Tierney, the referee has bottled it because he's sliding in. Robertson does well, Sam, because he knows that he's going to be late and he just rides the challenge. And Harry Kane, his foot is off the floor. Jurgen Klopp went absolutely apoplectic. The penalties, Mr Tierney said, he thought he stopped on purpose, that he got fouled. I don't see the situation. There was no chance for Diogo to react on anything. Ball into the box, appeared to hit the hand of Mo Salah in the build-up to their goal, but it was allowed to stand. The goal, Salah I think handball. Salah handball, it, yeah. shouldn't, it shouldn't have been given in my opinion. My staff said to me that the second goal for Liverpool was to disallow because it was a clear handball about Salah. Don't comment the decision that the referee took. Otherwise, uh, I can tell that uh, the referee took five minutes to decide to, to send a red card to Robertson uh, and it was a clear red uh, red card. The referees, they've just, this last, what, three weeks? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit they've of a just... haphazard performance over the last yeah, couple of we... weeks. Do you know what I will say, and I stand by this, I, I really think more so than not now, I think they need to start getting ex-players into that VAR yeah. room. At one stage, I was a little bit like, hmm. But looking at the way that VAR's gone about it this season, some of the decisions they're getting wrong, I think from a player's perspective, we've understood who've been in that situation, I think you need to get VAR. I think you need to get ex-players in there. Now, Everton against Leicester was supposed to take place yesterday, but that game was postponed 
due to an outbreak of Covid. But there were two other Premier League games, starting with Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea being held to a goalless draw at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Not a game to live long in the memory. A fair result on balance. Chelsea still going through this difficult phase. Full-time, Wolves nil, Chelsea nil. It's just our situation is not safe and we are talking about protection of the player and the safe environment and it's not safe. I would be not surprised if the next test show up and we have another positive because, like I said, we have four days consecutive positive tests. How should it stop if we sit in the bus, if we have dinners and we just stay together like nothing happened? Hopefully it does stop and... Um, yeah, okay, we hope for the best. And Raheem Sterling has made it Newcastle nil, Manchester City four. There'll be no doubt about this one, no need for VAR. I decided for these teams because they deserve to play today, these guys and not the other ones. And over like this. So in the Christmas time I pay a lot a lot of attention on behaviour on and off the pitch. And when the off the pitch is not proper not going to play. So I have to be focused all the time because the distractions in the Christmas times and everything can happen and you have to still be focused. Since I stepped through the door here we, there was always the talk of the, the horror run we had in, in December and we sort of part the way through that now and the last three games have been a real tough examination for us. Leicester I thought we could have won. Again, Liverpool was very tight although the scoreline got away from us and today was again there was moments where we were close to Manchester City and we're just on the wrong end of everything at the moment. We're getting no breaks but I think the players have committed to everything we've asked them to do. They've given a huge physical output and I, you know, I can't criticise them for that. On to the fallout from Leeds United who got smashed, tonked, embarrassed 4-1 by Arsenal at Ellen Road. Oh, but we also played such lovely football. We'll hear from big Tony Cascarino. But first, this is the former Leeds defender, Mickey Gray, who admitted he's worried for his old side. Smith rows in and Smith Road scored. And it's 4-1 to Arsenal. Another goal, really, of Leeds United's own making. Terrible pass by Tyler Roberts. Difficult for them, Cass, at the minute because of how many injuries yeah. they've got. They just seem to be dropping like flies, but... They were just so open yesterday. It was too easy for Arsenal just to break through them. And when they got that first goal, there was only one outcome of the game, to be honest with you, because you could just only see Arsenal going on to score more goals. But yeah, I was worried for Leeds yesterday. And they need to get back these top players as quick as they possibly can because um, I think the players, the supporters and probably the manager at the minute are really frustrated. Bielsa is a very, very stubborn man that plays his way. He's been an incredible manager for a long time. His Leeds team are suffering because there's so much that's gone wrong in so many positions with injury. Not through COVID, through injuries to players, which have come at a huge price. Yes, his style will always be questioned. Pep Guardiola's style would be questioned if he's losing games. Bielsa, was, if he was managing Man City, he'd be getting the same results as Pep Guardiola, by the way, because they play us. He's just got better quality on the ball. Now, British heavyweight boxer Derek Chisora was unable to gain revenge on Joseph Parker after being beaten on points in their rematch in Manchester at the weekend. We'll hear from Gareth A. Davis and former Super Featherweight champion Barry Jones. But first, this is Fight Night Spencer Oliver pleading with Chisora to retire before he gets hurt. They need saving from themselves sometimes. Derek has just put up a heroic performance. And yeah, of course, on that performance, he's got more fights in him. But what I'm saying is, what is left? What is left to prove? There's nothing left to prove. All right, great, he's putting up great fights and he's giving entertainment. But at what cost? You know, at what price is that? That's what I'm saying. If you hadn't had your brain hemorrhage, if you hadn't had your injury, how old are you? I'm 46. Would you still be fighting? Oh, definitely not now. I'm 46. Are you sure? 
I'm sure, yeah. Are you absolutely Listen, sure? If, if I was because you tell me every time we're off air that if you were able to get back in oh, a ring, uh, you would. Oh, absolutely. But what I'm saying is reality is that at 46, what I'm saying is if I was still fighting from when I was boxing back in the day in the 90s and I was still fighting now, I'd probably have a colossal amount of money in the bank, but I wouldn't know where the bank was. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, it's a, I, I laugh, you know, but it's a very you know, serious thing. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. be talking to lampposts. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like what I'm saying is I've come out and yeah, I've got my fingers burnt and, you know, thankfully I made a recovery and, and this is it. But I'm just looking at this, you know, please don't think that the people that are listening as well that I'm, I'm being hard on Derek because I'm not because Derek's a friend of mine. And all I'm saying is it gets to a point where I go, you know what, Derek, you've give us memories, loads of memories, great fights. At some point, you've got to hang up your gloves, mate. And and I'm just thinking it's got to be sometime soon because they're hard fights. He'll tell himself they won for the knockdowns. They yeah. would have won the fights. Yeah. And also, he'll say two of those knockdowns weren't real knockdowns, where they were, but the ropes kept him up. So he'll say, it was only one knockdown, really. He'll convince himself he'd been robbed. And yeah. that will give him the impetus to want to go and fight again and earn more money. And and I think that's you know, that's just all the sport is, unfortunately. you know, we, Only you can tell yourself when you quit. People will tell him or people won't. But Derek is the sort of fighter who will only listen to himself. Now, England's cricketers face a huge task to save the second Ashes test as Austria continued to dominate on day four. Or as they say in the cricket world, four! Oh no, that's another sport. Anyway, Joe Root's side still need 386 runs for victory, closing on 82 for four in Adelaide. And if you're listening to this now, which you obviously are, otherwise you wouldn't hear me say you're listening to this now, then they've probably already lost. Cue cricket correspondent John Norman on where things have gone wrong for the tourists in this season. England had their chance, the chances at the Gabba when they won the toss, and they should have played Stuart Broad instead of Jack Leach, and they should have bowled first. And if they'd done both of those things, they may still have lost, but you know what? I think they would have given it, or given themselves a much better chance. And it's a completely different ball game. One nil up, you know, out of Brisbane, or even a draw. You know, the complexity of the game is so different. Uh, the mindset's so different. But as things are, they didn't, they erred, and uh, they've erred again because there was no Mark Wood in the side this time around. He should have played. Possibly even Jack Leach should have played when you look at how many wickets have gone the way of spin. So, yeah, England are the lesser of the two teams. And to, uh, to win, a, a, you know, if you want to do giant killing in the FA Cup, you need everything to go your way and have a bit of luck. They've had absolutely no luck whatsoever. But the big decisions they've made have not been the right ones so they've only got themselves to blame especially when their batting has given up the kind of collapses we've seen in in both test matches so it's poor 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 you know this is the pinnacle of cricket for England and once again it looks like they're going to stink the place out and for a review of the test match with Steve Hammy Harmison check out TalkSport's cricket podcast following on I nearly ran out of breath saying that on to the Sports Personality of the Year award and who could have predicted that the winner was, of course, <gasps> Mike Dean, the referee, hey? Who would have thought, no, is it? That, that can't be right. Let's find out who actually did win, shall we? The first British woman yeah. to win a Grand Slam since Virginia Wade 44 years ago. And the fairy tale of New York goes on for Emma Raducanu. <laughs> Oh, 
I think she won it at the moment she served to to win the US Open final. It was a done deal. I mean, just because she's had a you know struggle since then, you just have to think what a ridiculous achievement it was. Yeah. She was a qualifier. <laughs> so we we haven't seen a, a woman's winner of a major since 1977, and as a qualifier, she went through and won every single game without dropping a set. I mean, it is absolutely bonkers achievement. Basically, there was a shortlist announced, and there was a lot of hoo-ha about the shortlist. I personally would have liked to see Mark Cavendish on that shortlist because his story is extraordinary. His comeback as, as a cyclist in itself to even be at the Tour de France is one thing, but then he went on to win four stages to tie Eddie Merck's record which is an extraordinary feat he wasn't even on the shortlist there's a big hoo-ha about the shortlist but basically they might as well have just done a shortlist of one because the moment Raducanu won that she, she'd won the sports person out of the year despite an extraordinary year with, with notable other achievements That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on TalkSport today at 4pm on Drive Time. Yeah, I know it's a Monday, but I'm doing Drive alongside Dean Ashton, so make sure you join me for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Austin TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.